0: I didn't know you were here yet. Those are our reactions to when we see women.
1: Howdy roundabout, all <laughs> you Shaggy Goose Egg boys, and welcome to Al Pacino's Prison Seed, the podcast where we, three objectively dumb students... <laughs> I look at movies that are objectively not smart.
2: Is that on autofocus?
1: No. I is it, it off?
0: At? Wait, why did you turn it off on autofocus? Because
2: I made it focus. Okay. I put the focus right, All right. here. Well, as long as it's okay. focused. Are you focused? You guys focusing? You you focus,
0: you, listening? you You better focus because this is a good episode. Did this you check focus? focus? I honest to god didn't because I assumed it was on auto. <laughs> I'll Wait. check. This is uh, really it entertaining. It or? is. Yeah, I just changed to my face. Oh. I could. On me.
2: On Jake? On me! Alright, well, we, we should have checked that ship before we started rolling. But... No, it's all good. Here, here. And you yeah. know what else they
1: should have checked? To see if that cabin was safe. And they didn't.
2: Cabin <laughs> in the Woods this is
1: a movie we're Cabin in the, in the Woods today. <laughs> uh,
2: evil, Evil Dead Shmoo. Evil Dead evil 2. D- Electric Booga Who.
1: Electric Booga, Booga e- You. Evil
2: Shrek
0: Bo- 2. Boogie The final chapter.
1: Anyway, yeah, that's the, that's the one we're doing today um i actually watched the second one in film club back when that was a thing first i guess it was you guys yeah we were there the same day look at that before you
0: knew each other before we knew each other wow that's amazing
1: you didn't didn't remember this was technically
2: our first date was this movie it was i remember
1: taking it out back and giving a real good spanking because he was a real bad boy but yeah and then i went back and watched the first one and i'll be honest I do not remember anything about the
2: first one. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched the first one. At all? You still haven't? No. No. Which I hear that, like, everything from the first one that is still canon is kind of recapped at the beginning of the second movie.
0: Yeah, so there's an interesting story as to why that is. Um, Essentially, I uh, know this too. Sam Raimi, yeah, because I told you, Uh, Sam Raimi could not get the rights to the first film. Uh, how come to the story of it um i don't know the specifics on that when you're doing the recap i'm going to see if i can find specifically why that is but yeah he wasn't able to get it may have been distribution rights something like that to use that at the beginning of the film to show like what happened since this is like day two of being at that cabin um and so he had to reshoot the entire thing um well not the entire thing but like he had to reshoot that whole sequence because none of that was in the original film
1: yeah, there's a lot of uh, production history, specifically with the production Bro, of this film. What the fuck film. is
2: your problem? We're doing a podcast.
3: Well, I'm doing laundry.
1: Can I See him? <laughs> I don't know. There. Oh, is that? Oh. He's still there. There he is. Are Our whole set just shaking. We'll just put it in a pretty, we're face doing the, uh, we're talking the, about the production of Evil Nate's Dead 2 and that's yeah, kind of crazy. Of Nate's face. Well,
3: uh, what did I miss? You say that, but then on the only one that you edited, minutes. every time you mentioned it, none minutes. of it was put in. I know. <laughs> uh, the only one I've really seen all the way through was uh, Army of Darkness. See, that's the only one I haven't seen. I, I saw I... the new one
1: with Dave Bautista.
3: I,
0: I did like how they <laughs> yeah? like oh, hinted yeah, to
2: it in the middle of this movie. Say I'll, that again? Uh, they hinted to the third one in the middle of this movie. And, 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 and I know the, the ends, very end. I know the end too, but <laughs> as like, in the final but, shot. But yeah. I like the hint that they yeah. used. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I do know that tonally, uh, the the third movie is entirely different from the first two. Like, it focuses more on the horror elements a lot really? in, in the first and second one, and then Which the I third do wanna, one. It looks it's crazy. More, it's yeah. a comedy basically. Yeah.
1: I do want to talk about that though. Um, so. You can hang around or not. Uh, let's go ahead and hop to the recap. All right. Just so we can get that done, and then we can talk more about yeah. everything wild with it. Yep. What's. Everything let's... everything Wildwood with it.
0: Up, uh, Chris goes, up. Uh, Wildwood? Uh, Wildwood? Wildwood. Wildwood. Alcohol. You guys, yeah. right. Right.
1: I was actually kind of
2: thinking about going to Wildwood after this. All right. <laughs> All right. Recap time. All right. Uh, Evil Dead 2 starts out with Ash Ketchum and his beloved. Uh, <laughs> Ash ketchup, yeah, and and his and his beloved girlfriend in the cabin in That's the woods. Because you can't. See. And they're. uh can see like from
3: here. That's fine. All
2: yeah. right. No, I always love it when you guys like immediately well, the start idea having is that conversations keep going while we're doing. Yeah, this. Yeah, I can't do that. All right, so now you're. Distracting and I've told yourse- you this. You're
1: distracting yourself now.
3: Not to mention that, but nobody wants to listen to two different conversations on the same podcast. Yeah, so maybe I should just stop doing
1: the recap and have
2: you say whatever you want to say. I'll cover
1: it right here. Now they can't hear me. See? Look, they actually
2: can't.
0: Look at that. You see that? But you yeah. can't do that. Not, not a peep.
2: All right, go on. All right, Ash and his girlfriend are in a cabin in the woods, and they're having a romantic time, and, and all of a sudden uh, his girlfriend goes in the other room to get naked, and and he, uh, uh, it's an abandoned cabin, by the way, they just found. It, I assume they just found it. And um, he, like, sees this little, like, tape recorder, and uh, Ash is, you know, curious, he plays it, and it's uh, the log of this, like, scientist or archaeologist who, like, owned the cabin. And he starts talking about uh, this book that he found in one of his, like, excavations or however excavations. you say it. Excavations. Excavations. And uh, it's the Necronomicon... Uh, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis? Yeah. Uh, it's the Book of the Dead. And he said that he, uh, he translated it and now some evil things are happening, and and just before Ash listens to the rest of it, his his girlfriend becomes dead, zombie person, and tries to kill him, and uh, he's 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 forced to decapitate her, chop her head off, and and after that, uh, <laughs> the, the there's like a little little spirit thing in the woods that's, like, you know, zooming into the house and looking for for Ash, and then then, uh, it, like, takes him out of the cabin and then, like, throws him against a a tree, and then he falls in a puddle and he dies, and he comes back and he's, like, undead. But then the thing leaves him when he sees the sun. And so he's got, like, this undead spirit thing in him, but it only comes out when he's in the dark, kind of. It comes, it comes in and out of him, like, you know, periodically. That's hot. That's
1: hot. Huh? No, it's cold, because it's nighttime.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what, what's
3: the policy for swearing in this? Fuck! Okay.
1: See, it's funny, because... Swearing. Because Chris is always like, My parents watch this, don't cuss.
2: Oh, I show my parents a snippet of the Tenacious D one, and they looked very disappointed in me. <laughs> Hey, Chris's parents? That was also before they watched is it. This his
1: dream. How dare you not
2: support him? Yeah. No, it was it was when it was, I, I put, accidentally... Put a, when
3: you edit that, put a picture of Peter Griffin's... I, where the, where the I accidentally skipped
2: playing. right on to the part where you say that if you uh, rearrange the letters in Jack Black, you get Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, and my mom did not find look, that amusing. All I'm saying is,
1: have you ever seen Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and in Jack, Jack Black, Black, our Lord and Savior, in the, in same, the same room?
2: room. Uh, all right, anyway...
3: They, uh, I certainly haven't seen them in the same room. All
2: right. There you okay. go. Now, you can't say it's not true. So uh, Ash tries to make his way back to the cabin, but the the, the bridge to the cabin is, like, destroyed. And so uh, so he goes back <laughs> to the cabin, and then his girlfriend, like, comes back to life, even though she's decapitated. His this weird claymation, like... Yeah yeah like her decapitated body attacks him and so he has to like take a chainsaw and like cut her up and then he has to like put her head on like a c-clamp and then like cut her head up and then he starts going a little crazy because all the things in the house start coming to life and talking to him and then they and they start laughing and then he
0: starts laughing and, and it's like the best shot in the movie when he yeah. does like that turn on the wide angle lens and his yeah. face is yeah, like, and like this movie Dude. is visually like insane yeah. it, it's awesome it
3: reminded me a lot of uh cranked the way that's filmed have you ever guys have you guys ever seen that
0: is that the one where he can he's got he has to keep his adrenaline up
3: he has to keep his heart rate above a certain amount
0: yeah and he has guy. sex with a girl like out in public just yeah. to yeah
3: but it's like it, oh, Jason, Crank.
0: Jason Statham. Crank. I
2: cranked. Yeah. yeah. I've n- I never knew what that movie was about. He he has to keep or his There's a second
0: one. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's different. Mm.
3: But uh is it is it kind of shot that way? Where it's just uh, like, It's very
0: guerrilla styled, yeah. 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 I like that kind of stuff. There's a lot of weird like I don't like it when it comes to and... like
3: action scenes because mm-hmm. I feel like
0: It's disorienting.
3: Well, not only is it disorienting, but they it's also lazy cinematography because they could make the oh. They could make the uh, the fight scenes very amateurish and unchoreographed, but the audience wouldn't be able to tell because it's because so See, I don't think that's
0: on the cinematographer. I think that's on because it like if you look at Taken, right? Mm-hmm. In Taken, uh, it's all filmed like like that. It's because Liam Neeson yeah. was like sixty and he couldn't do that stuff. So I don't think that was necessarily on the cinematographer. I think that was just on the on who the actors right. are. Now they've gotten s- better. There's, There's a Chris. scene in
3: Taken wherein. Well, uh, it's fine. You can very clearly tell it's a stunt them. driver Maybe driving uh, Liam Neeson's car. Oh yeah, like they don't even try to hide yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he was that's like a black st- guy. Well, yeah, I, it was. It was somebody who looked clearly nothing hey, like him. Yeah,
1: which, funnily enough, there's a couple production things about Evil Dead that are similar to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go ahead with this. All right.
2: So uh, while Ash is like going insane, uh, we see. The daughter of the person who who owned that house. Uh she is um heading there with with like her uh boyfriend. partner yeah. or boyfriend. And uh but they can't they can't make it there because the bridge is is broken down and so they meet two locals, uh what are their names?
1: Bobby Joe and Bobby Joe is the is the, the girl. girl. Yeah.
2: Jolene. And Jolene. jolene 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 Probably right. something crazy like Rutherford. Jake, so. Jake. It's Jake. It's Jake and Bobby Joe.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It is a crazy name. Just like him. Um...
2: Anyway, so there are these four <laughs> people outside of the cabin who are trying to get into the cabin, and uh, so they they make <laughs> a deal to you know go there together. And uh, when they're approaching the cabin, Ash is in there, and he hears people coming into the cabin. That's He's the like, thing. oh, no, it's probably <laughs> the evil spirit. And so he, like, wildly shoots at the... Uh, wait a minute. Has he cut his hand off at this point? His hand's no. bent. No.
0: Or has has his hand oh, been... Oh, he hurt? cuts his hand off right before they show up. Yeah, Remember, okay. Because he was shooting at it. He, yeah, no,
2: his hand gets bit by his girlfriend before he has to... My name mash his girlfriend's face in yeah and uh and so the hand gets infected with the dead stuff and it just becomes a demon and so he has to like cut it off with a chainsaw and this whole time as like things have been yelling at him he's been trying to shoot the hand and uh and the hand goes (laughs) yeah fuck you (laughs) and so yeah so so you could imagine these four people come into the cabin. He's like, "Oh no, that's another evil thing!" Bam, and and he he like nicks Bobby Joe in the arm, and uh, they like bust in. They're like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing here?" They think that Ash is a murderer, and so they like throw him in the fruit cellar and and lock him. The fruit cellar.
0: Yeah. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. Fruit cellar. <laughs>
2: yummy. Yum. So they lock him in the fruit cellar, <laughs> and then um uh annie is the name of the professor she she's like the second main character at this point uh she is like oh no uh this place is abandoned but all my father's stuff is here including this tape recorder boop and so we listen to the rest of the tape by her father where he says that um the thing that he like uh that he translated from the book made his wife like possessed and then he had to kill her and then buried her in the fruit cellar
0: yummy, yummy and all
2: of a sudden we hear a lot of noises from the fruit cellar because henrietta her mother his the the professor's wife comes out and tries to to eat ash because he's in the fruit cellar. <laughs> she
0: eats ash
3: <laughs> She's and so ash is ash. like hey let me
2: out and so jake you know let, lets him out and then they have to, you know, keep Henrietta down there and and and, and lock her up. You know, and and uh, I'm I'm kind of at a loss at what happens. in right,
0: the out, out, They pull Ash out of there. Like he he's like, hey, there's shit down here. They pull him out. Yeah. And then uh, Henrietta's like, like that. And then he he gets. Mm. Uh, does he have a chainsaw? Is that how he gets her? Yeah. Or, yeah, because he cuts like off her like body parts and shit. And then after that, then they believe him, and I'm pretty sure it might have been the hatchet. Yeah, I think it it was the hatchet because of the yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, And so now they believe him, and then uh, Bobby Joe runs out. Yeah, Bobby Joe leaves, and. And, uh, so yeah. they're like, oh no, we need to figure out how to, how to stop this. Also, Henrietta, uh, took the form of, like, her, like, live self mm-hmm. to kind of seduce her daughter into letting her out. Yeah. Well, I don't know if seduce is the right word, no. but,
0: but, <laughs> but, yeah. Persuade. Yeah. Yeah. Persuade her Be like, daughter. look, I'm, I'm real. Come, come yeah. closer.
2: Yeah. And, uh, Ash that? is like, no. And, and, and I was actually surprised that, uh. And he had the smarts to say, "Yeah, yeah she goes. Right. She goes. Oh wait, no, Be- you're right. Because yeah. in most horror films, they they don't. Yeah, they they fall for that.
0: Yeah, they so, do in the first one.
2: Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Bob Joe runs out, and they're like, like, okay, we need to listen to the rest of the tape to see how we can stop this.' And so uh, the professor says that um, there is a translation in the book that can, uh, like." Bring that like evil spirit back to where it came. Yeah, and so they need to figure out how to tran to to uh to translate that. But then Jake comes out of nowhere. And is like, No, I want Bobby Joe. And then they're like, Well, Bobby Joe's probably dead. And so he's like, Uh, nah. and he takes the book and then throws it in the fruit cellar and then points a gun at him. And is like, We need to go find my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so they go to find his girlfriend.
0: Help me out. Mm-hmm. real quick so he's like bobby joe bobby joe <laughs> and uh basically um i'm pretty sure she's already dead at that point point. and uh anyways he he gets, she was taken uh, in by the forest
2: yeah, yeah yeah
0: and he uh what's his name jake yeah jake gets hmm. attacked and then ash gets possessed um
2: yeah and then attacks annie yeah and, and so annie's the has only one who's not
0: possessed at this point
2: ash off and then her dead. I I think Ash like almost kills Annie.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he like throws her like against. So mm. in in oh oh no no that's right because he. Yeah, Jake got stabbed, and Annie's trying to, like, save him from Ash. Yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm and, remembering.
2: And it's an important, uh, it comes in on, like, later films, I think. Yeah, the,
0: it's it's like the sword, like, bone sword, whatever. Yeah. It, it came with the Necronomicon. Bone
1: right? sword is ready. Bone
0: sword is, is, is ready. ready. What is but that from? Spider-Man 1.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. bone saw. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. but fake um, fan. Fake fan. Sam Raimi. That's that's <laughs> yes. <a joke>. it's <laughs> yeah, Fake yeah, fan. yeah reference yeah so but um anyway, anyways like ash ash is attacking her and then he sees like the locket that he gave his girlfriend which they show in the recap um, okay and and that was important in the first one as i well. was confused yeah it. that that locket he saw it and then he's like and Aah. so he goes back to normal yeah
2: and then annie like regains consciousness and tries to kill him but then he's like no he's like, I'm no fine. i'm fine i'm all right and so they're like, okay, well, we need to figure out how to kill my dead mom. And so uh dead mom comes out of the cellar and she's like, you know, a boss at this point. And uh Ash like like they fight and all and Ash takes a chainsaw and then uh, t- attaches it to his nub arm. So now he's got a chainsaw arm, which he's is He's got good that again. and he's got a sawed, he's off, got shotgun. The sawed off shotgun. And he's yeah. got strapped on badass. his chest. <laughs> it's it's badass.
1: And the so. the
0: way that the shock the uh, the saw starts is that it's got like a little attachment thing there for you to pull, so you just <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So he he cuts off the the limbs and and the neck and everything. Yeah. And uh, you know, blasts her head off. And then they read the the Necronomicon, uh, and to to suck the evil spirit back into the hole. But but, Ash gets sucked into the hole as well. Well, hold on, hold on. okay.
0: When they're reading from the Necronomicon. Um, then that spirit, that demon thing comes out in full force in like a semi-physical like form, like of yeah. the forest and everything. And Ash looks at it and his, he, he ages like he, his oh, hair yeah. grays and stuff. And he's like, don't look at it. And she's in the middle of reading it. And then the girl gets stabbed in like the back by that bone sword.
3: Um, mm. and fired. and
0: then, so in the middle of it, like the portal, you know, appears and everything, and starts sucking everything through. But like, it's not working because she didn't finish it. And then right before she dies, she's like, "You know, speaking Sumerian. and uh, and then that's that's when everything gets sucked out, including Ash.
2: And he is now in the 13th century. And uh, I've I forgot they 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 mentioned that there it's was the, a it's hero the 14th century. Oh, it's the 14th century. It's 1300. I thought they said 13th century
0: no 1300 but the 14th century
2: okay i thought it was 1300 because like right now we're in the 20th century First 1200s. century. okay okay anyway it's the 14th century and uh he it's 15 but
0: you know he is <laughs> it's actually the 20th yeah he has taken uh, the place of
2: like that picture in the necronomicon where it said that there was a hero who destroyed but I'll tell you later, who's des- of a funny who destroyed is- the darkness oh, no. once. Yeah, and, so is. Is. and so now now he's here to destroy the darkness in the 14th century. And that is where we go into Army of Darkness. But yeah. we're not going into it in this in this. Not context. today.
3: Nope. Not today. Not today.
1: We're back. Should <laughs> yeah, I did that. Yeah. Uh dude, where to begin? Honestly, okay, heads up, apologies if this just turns into an Evil Dead 2 Stan podcast because
0: I'm going to make it a San Raimi Stan podcast cuz I love him. This film is phenomenal. Will you marry Sam Raimi? I have you heard him talk? No. Pull up like an interview of him. He has like the softest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like it's smooth like butter. <laughs> like
1: uh not and not
0: in the way that
1: Casablanca is a good film which I don't like that movie. Uh I do. Well,
2: you're stupid. I wasn't a huge fan of that.
0: I I like it. I I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't think it was it. bad. I don't think it was bad. It's just something about it. I I, can't, I, feel I can't the put opposite a, way. I can't put a finger something on something about it. Anyway.
1: Oh, see. But uh
0: yeah, continue. We'll uh,
1: but yeah, this movie just is so like this the process of how this this film was made uh, is phenomenal
0: Kyle Ooh.
1: but also <laughs> just like how much fun these guys had in in making the film if that makes sense mm-hmm. like like it was almost like this this passion project almost where like he poured his heart and soul into it and made something that he loved mm-hmm. you know and that so many people have loved where something like Casablanca was just like as possible. So that the audience believed they, that they could believe in this hero, in this man, and um, listen to that him, was really yeah. my guide all the way through the performance pieces. And as far as the effects, um, it wasn't <laughs> that bells, voice pop. Um, <laughs> I just worked with a great effects team and tried to make them in the same realistic tone
3: that the rest of the movie was existing in. So, so it yeah, wasn't. Impo- you know, anyways, anyways, yeah,
1: that was him on Spider Man. But you, yeah. you know what that is? What that is man voice yeah like like take a video game and like you have like the male and female voice if it's a if it's your own character creation that is the male voice
0: dude i i like his voice man like i I, because i've listened to like the uh the bonus features on like all the spider-man movies uh specifically his uh pieces of creation um but yeah no i mean i don't know I, I think he's a really talented filmmaker, and you were saying about the filming of it, when they were filming the first one, apparently he worked himself to death so hard that he actually passed out on set. He um, was only 23 on that. Yeah. Wow. Well, in the way that they actually did it is he, um, Bruce Campbell, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I want to say Robert Kirkman, but I don't, I don't think that's right. But those really? three, I don't think that's right, but that was just the first name that came to mind. But it's the producer on Evil Dead, whoever that is. Um, but they, the three of them, when they were... Uh, Bruce Campbell was 18, I believe he was 20, and the other guy was uh, like 23 or something. They bought suits and they went to investors and they said, we have a little short film thing. It's called like Something in the Woods or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was like a really low budget version of Evil Dead and they basically showed it to them and they were like, this is what we can do, give us money. And so they were they had to get their, you know, investments from just producing it themselves. And then they, you know, got the money. They shot Evil Dead. They had to break for a couple months because they ran out of money. Mm. And then they came back and they finished it up. And uh, Sam was working, like, 12-hour shoot days plus writing the script at night. And then he would be completely exhausted, but he still fucking did it. Um, had some of the most impressive shots at the time had just a real campy style that's unmatched by anybody but Sam Raimi. Um, and it came out, and it became a pretty big success. And then when he made the second one, it was even more so a success, and those movies are the reason why we got Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man.
1: So it's interesting. Nate said uh, that, that uh, well, somebody said it. the first two were more horror,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the third one was comedy. And honestly, this film does not feel like a horror film at, <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it has some, like... Elements that are horror, but yeah, and even I, uh, the first one too.
1: I watched an interview with uh, Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. and Tarantino talking about this film, and what they were talking about was basically the the stylistically this combined like the sort of slasher genre as well as a lot of inspiration for the Three Stooges, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I thought was hilarious.
0: Yeah, just that concept.
1: Because it is wildly absurd, mm-hmm. like the like the the two massive blood scenes, Yeah. the claymation dancing, the hand that like flicks him off, like yeah. as he's running away,
2: all the reverse shots too of like the smoke and the and the blood. Yeah, oh
1: yeah, it's and mm-hmm. in, in, yeah, and at and the same year, uh, raising Arizona came out, which is one of the Coen brothers' first film,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the cinematography. Mm-hmm and that is very similar. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what they they Did they, you say raising Arizona? Yeah. The Cohen brothers uh created uh oh they I, created a it was a uh, just like this little it was these wooden planks I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh n- like uh screwed together to like where you could like have it low on the ground and still hold it like kind of like this. Yeah. And they like ran with it. And it was like this weird like Really erratic tracking shot, mm-hmm. and it's interesting though that at the same time that's like the same signature year, shot, right? It's mm. there. They both have this uh, the well, style. And you know
0: how they did those like running like through the forest shots like that? Yeah. That's on a motorcycle. See, that I makes sense. That.
2: that makes sense. Yeah,
0: uh, and I'm pretty sure they messed with like the frame rate possibly so that oh, they, I'm sure, but I'm sure. Um, yeah, and so like when he's like in the in the recap where it shows it like going through the house and the doors bursting open just people pulling the doors as soon as he comes through and everything like that it's mm, dude yeah i got a lot lot of crazy
2: raising arizona vibes from from like those kinds of shots too like even like when they were like going through the hallway i i was thinking like they had to use like the board yeah but you were talking about it's crazy
1: though that these innovations specifically this type of uh, cinematography came out in the same year Mm, with two completely different films
0: yeah Yeah. i mean it makes you wonder if there's like some if there was some overlap in like ideas or like because just because it came out the same year doesn't mean they shot the same year right so it's like maybe they were like one of them did it first maybe it was coen brothers maybe it was Ramy. and then they were like oh they hear about it like friend you know like film people hear about it and they're like oh what if we did something like yeah. that yeah
2: well even like uh in those shots you're talking about in raising arizona it was also like shot in reverse too yeah yeah and like the whole like going over the car and then up the ladder and into the
0: yeah know. but no nah, i mean it's dude God, dude this movie is so special because again and i keep harboring back to it but like that shot where it's just going through and it's like that and it's going through the doors and stuff that shot led into the most famous like spider-man shots where the the camera they invented a camera that swung between the cars so that on those shots where you see spider-man swinging between the cars think spider-man 2 when he jumps through the uh the uh, semi-truck or the semi-trailer like that's all that's just a camera going down at like a 30th the speed, and everybody driving at 30th the speed, shooting at 30th frame rates. And then, you know, they just they speed it up to normal. But that they wouldn't have got there without Raimi's, uh, like, through there. Yeah. And maybe since I'm editing this, so I'm going to put those in there so mm-hmm. that we can see it. Because I'm so excited to talk about this. We are we are talking. I about know. It. I have been saying this all day though. <laughs> um,
1: another interesting thing. So so uh, what they called the presence was the force, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. Um, but uh, the uh, the sound that they used for the, the force mm-hmm. was a combination of a couple samples from other movies. I don't remember exactly which ones, but also. Uh, Sam Raimi's voice just going like, ah. Oh, really? And then they distorted it, yeah. Really? That's
0: so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's really cool. It's crazy, man.
1: And also, like, half of, if not most of, if not all of, like, the scenes or the shots where it's, like, just hands or, you know, something like that, it's actually not even the actor. Yeah. And there's, like, a couple uh, scenes where actors had gone and it was new actors with like the the creatures whatever you want to call them the mm-hmm. devil's demons whatever and then in during the beginning um when they're driving the car it's uh, actually sam it's like the shot from above yeah and they're driving this way It's actually Sam Raimi is the girlfriend
0: oh really yeah i did not know that that's that's really funny
1: so yeah <laughs> but there's just a lot yeah a lot of things like that they're that just kind of goofy that yeah. make the film even funnier even better yeah because like yeah you know
0: yeah well it's just like it's it's a and i said it earlier it's kind of a like gorilla style like shooting right where it's just like you're just like boom we're getting this we're getting this i don't care like you know i don't care if we have the right actors i don't care if we have the right stuff we're gonna get it we're gonna get it and it's gonna look good and you're just you're just going at it like full stop you know yeah like i mean we we've worked on sets before like Nothing like, you know, feature-length or anything. Mm-hmm. We've worked on sets before where some of them have been, I would say, more so that Guerrilla-style. Like mine? Ver-
1: Notorious 3?
0: Yeah, no- Notorious yeah. 3 was certainly uh, Guerrilla-style, which that will be out by the time this is out. Yep. Soon. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's that, and then there's scenes like uh, the set that we were on Friday where it's like uh, yeah. you take, like, half an hour to set up, and then another five or six minutes to like talk to your actors and then you shoot it for 30 seconds yeah for like three takes and then you move on for another half hour setup you know things like that it's just there are different types of filmmaking and it's just it's and i'm not saying either one's wrong obviously because there are movies that don't utilize guerrilla filmmaking and are fantastic i mean for one any of the spider-man uh sam raimi movies like they didn't they didn't film it that way it was a more Mm-hmm. I, I, I hate to say professional set, but it was a more studio set, right. I guess I would right. say. But yeah, I just well, they they have the
1: time to and the budget. Oh to yeah, do that. well
0: that that too, obviously.
1: Which you know is an interesting kind of way that filmmaking develops. Is is it really is creative restraints
0: mm-hmm.
1: that create like these things? Like they had the budget for this film was three point five million dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which if you look at a lot of like blockbusters. The, the budget on those is...
0: Well, not even... Look up the budget for the first Friday the 13th. Because I would say that's similar in scope. Now, I know it has more actors and stuff, but I, I would say that's pretty similar. It's around the same time.
1: Well, Raising Arizona had a budget of uh, six uh, $6 million.
0: Yeah, so already just almost double. Yeah, and,
1: and not even nearly anywhere near the effects.
0: Right. But... Friday the
1: 13th, Budget No, oh seven hundred thousand, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Wow, that's actually pretty kind of kind of impressive. Um, but even but that's the the second um, uh, what's it called? That's the second Evil Dead. Like the first one, that that was after there was already success. Yeah. So if first we're looking at like the first three, the first budget,
2: uh, it was like three hundred something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. They, so it's like half of what million. Friday the Thirteenth had. And that's, real in filmmaking terms. That's nothing. Like that's that's nothing. You go through that, like that.
2: Quick, yeah. Which really, I mean, even with the second one, which I, I would assume it would cost a lot more back then. But like, it wasn't anything too big. It was all mostly just one location. It yeah. was all practical effects. Yeah. Of course, that costs a lot of money. Chris. What? You, you were talking.
0: You were talking like this. You adjusted the game. You go. Of course, there's. No, no. Well, don't don't mumble now.
1: Oh no. We're good. Still Hello? recording. Hello. Yes.
0: Okay. 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 Who, 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 <laughs> no? who knew? Who knew? going to stop playing with it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: You're not even gonna hear that on the camera audio, but um, I okay. So I do have a few things to talk about that aren't just um, like filmmaking things, um. I, I think this is... Go ahead. Well, I was
2: going to ask. Uh, I know that there was, like, a... I guess a reboot in 2013. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they would do that. Why would yeah. do that. How, have you seen it? I, no. I
0: saw it years and years ago before I even saw the original. Because it was just, like, a thing on Netflix. Does Can, Sam Raimi have anything to do with it? I don't think... I mean, he may have been, like, an executive producer or something, but...
1: But stylistically, it's completely different. Was yeah. It's, it, like, this, like, flat, it, like... It's,
0: like, an actual horror movie. Okay. That keeps those characters but even then like bruce campbell i think shows up at the very end like uh, in a post credit scene but that's it
2: but now the the tv series that's I've like of that. directly connected yeah. Yeah. and it are, is yeah. uh it is bruce campbell yeah
0: i haven't watched it so i can't mm-hmm. speak to that but um so anyways yeah right. things that i thought were kind of interesting that i wanted to talk about is uh why do scary things come out at night Because in this movie, um, you know, like, the sun sets. Like, when the sun goes up, and he even says it at the beginning, like, Mm. the sun's up, I'm safe, or something like that. Then as soon as the sun sets, which it prematurely does in in this movie, um, that's when everything comes back. And uh, I think that's interesting as to why that may be. Why is it that in total darkness, these evil monsters lurk?
1: So, I mean... I mean, the the, the the easiest answer is that the, the light represents life and the darkness represents death. and mm-hmm. that's the most simple answer. Yeah. Um, but do you, did you have a different answer?
0: Um, I have m- more answers, because I, I think that on... Because this is multidimensional, and I think on yeah. one dimension that's... I think that's true. Um, and I, there, there are lots of things that showcase that, even. Like, most literature uses stuff like that, you know. I mean... Wow. anyways but I mean that's that's why like most big battles in like superhero movies generally speaking they take place at night so that the the resolution can take place during the day that's the darkest night and then you come back up right um, and I, I'm saying most but it, it's just a lot I wouldn't even classify most but it's it's a common theme I I, I think it has something to do with specifically with the unknown um, yeah and because like when and that's why and i've I've talked about this before with you guys maybe even on here where it's like when you venture outside the walls of your city and -hmm. you go into the forest the forest is that unknown element that's why scary things always happen in the forest and stuff like that it's because there's everything in the world is trying to kill you at that point like nature look listen people who are hippies nature is not benevolent nature is always trying to kill you um every aspect of nature is trying to kill you except for the very very few things that you can kill anyways i don't like hippies so um anyways i i think um it's it's about the uh you know you have like this unknown element and when when you're working in the unknown every possibility exists except for that which is Which that which you know, which and you know very little, yeah, because you don't know everything, obviously. Well, and the world is well, you're not 20, so yeah, yeah, but and the world is vastly complicated, more so than you could ever possibly hope to understand. And so, the unknown always represents everything beyond your immediate horizon of knowledge, right? And that's why you know, supernatural things can happen in the dark, is because the dark is what you don't know you can't see anything in there that's what it you know that's what it kind of represents and that's why demons and ghosts always appear at night and stuff like that is because again it's just it's things that you do not know and so therefore every possibility exists even the most terrifying ones even the
1: most wildly absurd like
0: yeah like your, your girlfriend
1: hand. getting possessed and you know dancing around, having to kill
0: Ooh. her and, yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um which I do want to talk about her um sure yeah, we 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 said this before we started, but like this, I think this film has a bit of a harder overall theme to pin down. Um, but I feel like it's somewhat of a take on like a morality tale, mm-hmm. at least in some sense. Um, specifically, with the action of him killing his girlfriend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that necessity, because she is only possessed right she is not necessarily dead until ash kills her yeah and they say that she said she's possessed mm-hmm. which is not death
0: yeah and, and ash even kills. ash is possessed later and still comes back right yeah
1: um and ash kills her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then his girlfriend comes back and haunts him mm-hmm. and then he has to kill her again again yeah and then the hand which she killed her with, becomes possessed. Mm -hmm. And he has to get rid of that.
0: That's interesting. I I didn't think about that.
1: Um, So it's almost like this... Ash knows what he has done is wrong.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that comes back to haunt him. Um, And he still, even then, when she comes back as the head, even then tries to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. But then, once the hand attacks him... What what? Oh, there. Ooh, there's a Bible uh, verse about that. Um,
0: about the hand?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna keep talking about this, but I want to look. I want to look this up. Um, yeah. uh, but then, but then, finally, Ash comes to this symbolic, metaphorical thing where he has to cut off his hand. He has to cut off the part of him that committed this heinous crime
0: (laughs) he had to enact sharia law yeah exactly (laughs) well no
1: but i mean yeah legitimately yeah like he had to get rid of the part of him that was bad that was bad yeah and then replace that with a chainsaw
0: yeah (laughs) well to upgrade essentially um which i i think it's kind of interesting the idea of possession right because what are you doing sorry i was Sorry, texting
1: um, some. No, I'm, ta- I'm
2: talking to Zach. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we
1: go. shoot
0: tonight. Oh, okay. Got it. Keep do
2: talking. It. Okay. do abuse me like that again. Sorry. <sighs>
0: <laughs> I think possession is kind of an interesting topic because, believe it or not, we in the modern day still believe in possession, and I don't just mean possession by demons or ghosts. I mean, think of all the times you've said or seen somebody be like oh man i got really angry and i just lost all control what the hell do you mean you lost all control you're not in control of your own body well yeah you are but it's it's a figure of speech well why do we have that figure of speech because in a sense we actually do lose control i mean there are times when we're angry and we yell at people and we say things that we don't mean to say even though we have full control i was just talking about this last night. over our ability to yeah. speak and i i think that's interesting because there are there are ancient like mythological stories about gods taking over like the consciousness of people right like it was it was common to be like if you were thirsting for war you'd be like ah Ares has possessed you right if you were in the Greek Mm, you know tradition it's like what does that mean it means the spirit of war has possessed you meaning your anger has overtaken your rationale right Mm. and I think that's interesting um it, it, and it's unclear if we actually believe anything different today. We just don't associate it with God. We yeah. just say it's our emotions. Are you not in control of your emotions? Well, no. Well, then how can you be an autonomous person? Well, because I can make decisions. So you can make decisions to ignore your emotions. Yeah. So how can your emotions take over you? And it's it's again it's like it's a circular reasoning.
1: Well, yes, and and so so Matthew five thirty. It says, and if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body. It is his right hand. It mm-hmm. is his right hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Yeah,, yep. that's the new international yeah. version.
0: yeah, and the, and that's and that's also the idea that I've I'm sure we've talked about on one of these past ones where, again, you have to give up a part of yourself. Uh, for the betterment it's right sacrificing literally
1: well and the idea that you're talking about right now the idea like you can ignore your emotions it is kind of casting out at least in that moment casting out getting rid of mm-hmm. your emotional response in yep. order in order to not create the situation worse
0: right and i'm not saying ignore your emotions in like a detrimental sense i'm, I'm saying when when emotions arise to the point to where they could cause great harm not only to yourself but to another person i don't just mean physically i mean there there is a way that your rationality should take over and say is this really worth you know losing control over and i and i think and i think losing control is like i i i don't like it to say the least like yes. just the concept of it not being in control of myself i hate that and so if i don't like the the idea of not having control of myself, then I can never make the excuse that I was not in control of my actions. Meaning everything I do, I am in direct control of, for good or worse. Oftentimes for worse, but
1: I agree. And and to that I would I would say, does Ash cutting off his hand absolve him of that sin? Of that crime.
0: I don't think it absolves him of the sin. I think it's a it's a metaphorical act of of putting that part away yeah and it's in because like when you repent for like your sins in the christian context it's not that your past sins are absolved it's i mean I, sure in, in in part it is but it's not that the the past sins don't matter anymore it's that you have decided to turn from them and never do them again because that's what repenting is right. repenting isn't forgiveness repenting is a vow to not make that mistake again
1: well, yeah, and and uh, something, and I could be wrong about that. I don't think that she comes back to haunt him specifically after that. No, she doesn't. Uh, she comes back, but again, not solely for his Ash. girlfriend
3: comes
0: back. Yeah, not after he cuts his hand off at all. I don't think so. I'm no. pretty. I'm pretty sure she's she's down yeah. for the count. Okay, so you know? so let's say because as soon as he cuts his hand off and he has and he shoots it and it spays the blood. Mm. That's when the other people show up. Okay. You know
2: what movie has the same theme? What Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang oh, Have you seen it? Yeah, but we watched it watched last, it last night. night. Without me? You were
1: in fucking bumfuck Tennessee, goddammit, or I wherever the fuck. I was in Huntsville.
0: Some bumfuck, bumfuck Alabama. Hey, you could have stayed here. You chose yeah. not to. Stay. Yeah, but we wait.
1: actually we actually hang out all day yesterday.
0: Yeah, we did. I know. I saw videos, and I was thinking, wow, they always plan when I'm gone. To hang out without
2: me. Hey, you are the one that left, not us. We, well, we'll hang out, Kyle. We'll hang out tomorrow. We got
0: two films tomorrow. Yeah, that's not hanging out. Yeah, that's true.
2: Well, I was planning on hanging out.
1: That's noon to nine, with like people, work, work, baby, regardless. So, and you just weren't here.
0: So. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I said, hey guys, I'm gonna be gone on Saturday. They said, time to hang up. <laughs> time to hang up. No. <laughs> You left! Not us! Look, your mom left. What she did. Shang-Chi. Oh. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi.
1: Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it I like Snake okay.
0: Eyes, too. It was... I'd probably
1: give a seven and a half. Yeah. Maybe yeah, a seven. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So it was... was... We, can, we can talk about this later. Okay. Uh, but It's better than I
0: expected. Better than Black Widow? Yes. I would say, yeah. Okay, well, then I'm already sold.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Another thing I want to talk about, uh, specifically... Number one, Farewell to Arms. I mean, that's just a funny... Yeah, dude. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) I looked up what it was, and it's Ernest Hemingway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And it was about... What the fuck did I write? Oh. It was a memoir uh, of an American ambulance in Italy, World War II. And the purpose of it was the same kind of purpose as uh, The Red Badge of Courage, where it was kind of moving into this de-romanticism of war. (laughs) So... I'm not sure how that plays in, too.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I hate to say it. I think that was just a sight <laughs> gag. I don't know if there, that had any a lot deeper of, meaning. I mean, I could there, I could
1: make something. I could stretch it really I'm,
0: I'm sure you could, yeah.
1: Because, like... We could say the deromanticism of the uh, slasher genre. Yeah, because he has to kill
0: his own girlfriend. Absurdifying, you know, which it. doesn't happen really in any other slasher films. That I would say that happens yeah. a lot in more possession films. Yeah. but mm. yeah, some something like <clears throat> that. Well,
1: the absurd absurdizing, if that's a word. Yeah. Of the slasher genre,
0: I'm sure that is not. But we can make it. Um, coined
1: it, coined it. Every time someone says it, you owe me a dollar.
3: Coined it. Now. Did the... I swear to
1: fucking god, if you don't give me my goddamn money every time you say the word Absurdicizing I will cut your toes off one by one.
2: He will absurdize your toes. Up, oh,
1: dollar.
0: Dollar. Oh shit, I don't have one. All right, give me
1: a... <gasps> Give me your toes. Give me your. Toes. Give me your toes. Give him. That was a real dollar that I gave him. <laughs> he said my word.
0: He said my word. Now we can afford one quarter of wildwood like food. It's you mean it's a dollar,
2: it's four quarters, you dumbass. No.
1: <laughs> no.
2: No, 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 no. 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 I'm too weak again. One dollar again. if you get that reference. I'm too weak again. Oh he uh, gets the reference, you need the dollar back. I didn't hear it. <laughs> you made the reference.
1: Also I didn't agree to that. You didn't coin that. I had coined absurdicize.
0: It's not a coin. It's a dollar. Um, I only have two things uh, else written. I think it's interesting. The demons want life. I was about to say that. Shut up. Okay. So Jake, do you have anything else to add? Uh, is there another point?
1: I already said I did.
0: No, I was. I'm gonna absurdisize you. I was gonna, to say, to the, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, so they have a quote. Okay.
1: They're floating and they're going like, and they say, "We are the things that were." and shall be again mm-hmm. and then they say we live too yeah so they want life but it's also like they already kind of are alive
0: well they're in like this in-between state because it's like it's like a, another dimension that yeah. this monster thing lives in and it essentially wants life which the question is why do you want life hmm Uh, I mean, there's the obvious, like, answer if you're a demon. Like, you just want life so that you can more accurately spread misery on Earth, right? Yeah. Or maybe not accurately, more effectively spread misery on Earth. Um, But I think it's just interesting that um, all these, like, spiritual beings, like, in anything, their goal is always to, like, get a physical body and to live on Earth, right? Now, they could have ulterior motives that are... You know Right More awful But I think it's interesting Because There's There's certainly In our In our culture today Like a Like a hate I would say Of Of um Like the physical woes Of earth Right Without any Sort of appreciation For let's say creation Right Careful please Cause In In all In all other Um Religions Beyond Uh The Judeo-Christian religion the idea of creation as good is completely and utterly incomprehensible. Um, there is not, and I could be wrong on this, but I do not believe there is a single other major world religion that says that physical being and creation is actually a good thing. And that's something that would rock your world if you read Genesis 1 and you're like, what? There is one God? What? Are you crazy? And then he said, you know, hey, all this stuff that I made, every time I made something, it's good. They'd be like, wait, the world's good? What are you talking about? We're just chaos shit, you know, or serpent shit living on a chaos creature's corpse. Like, how is the world good? Well, that's how the uh, Mesopotamians uh, saw it. Um, But, I mean, it's it's just interesting that, like, this kind of reinforces that. The fact that life is good. It is a good thing to be alive. And it has its woes, and it has its miseries. But I think it is better to be alive than to not be. So, but if you're, we made a documentary about that. (laughs) But
2: but if you're undead, then you're still alive. No, no, you're
0: you're just undead. We made a documentary about it. Link in the description.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think that's about all I gotta say. Oh, yeah.
0: very last thing I was gonna say. I think it's interesting that the movie's horrors start with speech and they are ended with speech.
1: We, our words give life to the evils.
0: Yes, but they also save us. Yes. And I think that's an interesting concept. Because
1: words have power.
0: Whether you Whether you consider the king god Marduk who had eyes all around his head and spoke magic words and defeated the evil sea serpent Tiamat or if you think of God creating the world just through speech or if you think of Harry Potter who created magic through words he has to speak I mean I know they like in later ones that they don't have that but that's the the premise is that you have to speak that is something known to westerners specifically but I would even alter to say mankind in general that speech can damn us but damn it it can save us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Did you just come up. With that? Yeah, that was, just, that was,
0: that was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> two for but two. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what they
1: say? The speech is mightier than the sward. The, the sward. sward. <laughs> we'll explain this then, Kyle. Why is it the bone sward that kills people? Mm. It does have a skull on it. <gasps> the skull. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. The 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 uh, the necklace when he picks it up. When he's like, it looks like a skull. skull. Yeah.
0: Um, You know what
1: skulls have?
0: Which that could just be like a reminder of death. You
1: know what skulls have?
0: What? Mouths. Mm. And what the mouths do? Speak. They speak. Unless you're Mm. mute. But uh, as far as the sword thing, I don't know. Um, Again, I haven't seen Army of Darkness, which is a shame. But it's just not on any streaming service that I can find. Shame, chi. Um, But it's possible that they could go into that a little bit more. I just don't know.
2: It's like Xiong
0: Chi
2: so. Xiong, qi. But, Xiong qi.
0: Yeah I mean I said I said all of that I wanted to say Yeah Alright So did I
2: oh.
0: <clears throat> So Ready
1: or not scale
0: This is a 4 uh, out of 5 Yeah 4
2: out of 5
1: It is a 4 out of 5
0: Why, why is it a 4 out of 5? I would I would just say That not enough People's heads Exploded for it to be A 5 out of 5 Cause not everybody 5 out of 5 means Everybody exploded
1: True, true so,
0: so four out of five, there so you go Four out of five, because plenty of people do Look, and
1: you know what, look at that We agree on it, easily
0: Yeah, for the first time, maybe
1: For the first time in a long time now
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay Alright
0: <laughs> For
2: the past, like, two minutes I've been thinking about the the rap okay.
0: okay He goes, uh, tortillas <laughs> uh, Lettuce It's, gonna be, it's gonna be a weird one Chicken Supreme. I'm all right,
1: all right. Um, Twitter, Pacino Pod, tweet us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if you can't type that, you okay? fuck you.
1: <laughs> you okay? Yeah, send that face. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: subscribe if you're not subscribed uh, to us on YouTube. To the YouTube channel.
2: Yes. Al Pacino insane Please. Um, Thank
0: you. And, give, and if you don't want to watch on uh, here, then, you know, follow us on Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts, yeah. wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Um, Email Pacino Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your history with the Evil Dead series. Yeah. We'd we like know, to hear you about it. Like and
0: them? any recommendations for future, future movies to cover. Yes, please.
1: Yeah, look out next week. Just be a fan of God damn next it. Next week is Halloween. We're going to be... <laughs> Looking real spicy for all you shaggy goose Oh, god, boys. he
0: said it. That means we have to do it. <laughs> he right. said it on camera. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm, all ready. Right. All right, I'm ready. All right. I'm
0: ready. All right. All right. Dig it. Dig it. Necronomicon,
2: Comic-Con, Kamikaze I'ma crash and burn like ash as a zombie Wait, I'ma crash and burn all of these burgers and fries I'ma burn them like five guys But it's four guys now cause one of them died But I tried to bring him back But he didn't survive I didn't survive My hand did not I chopped it off And I replaced it with a chainsaw I sawed off a shotgun And I shot a nun But that's a different movie franchise I got none i got none franchises because my budget depleted now i'm gonna go and take a shit on a seat wait
0: yeah <laughs> that's for sinking no i'm not clapping it's downtown sound 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 all
2: right Vader.
1: Hey, hey. Peter. Stone, 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 hey, hey,
0: Peter. Hey, Peter. Stout, Stout, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter.
2: Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. Parker. Hey,
3: Hey,
2: Peter. Peter.
1: Later Start <laughs> Oh! <laughs> <laughs>